two of our review of fall TV, the hits, as we call it. <laughs> you can't talk about fall TV without talking about the return of one of the other most anticipated returns, and that is Fox's Empire. Uh-oh, Cookie and Lucius are back at it again, but Lucius this season can't quite remember how he used to be. He's half the man he used to be. And Cookie is demanding that a certain someone fix him now. She want her man back. <laughs> mm. And that certain someone is played by Demi Moore, whose Demi. daughter is also in it. <laughs> um, now, I mean, you said it. Lucius lost his memory. He don't remember nothing. Cookie's frustrated because she wants him back, you know, as her man, as the head of the, the company, all of that. The edge. Yeah, the sons are still in turmoil. Um, we got Boo Boo Kitty who's getting out of prison. How does that happen? Uh, but uh, somebody's moved in on her baby. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, look, it's Empire. Okay, that's what it is. It's Empire. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Like, it's okay. I don't think they'll ever get back to what they had in the first season just because that was just lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Uh, and now it's more standard. Okay, this is a soap opera. It's bad, but we know it's a soap opera and we're watching it just because it's ridiculous. Um, I I'm done with this. All right, moving on. Now, listen, there was a two-hour season premiere of the what season of Grey's Anatomy? Twelve. Four... 14, what is it? Yeah, this is 14, 14 buddy. yeah. Good gracious. <laughs> this is like, this is a record. There's no, you would think that the main character is dying. Yeah, well, you know, I think at some point everybody's teeth is going to fall out. <laughs> um, and they're going to magically age. And that'll be the end of it. Good go gracious. Ahead. It's going strong. It's keep on, there are some very loyal Grey's Anatomy fans but we do know that Shonda is leaving <laughs> ABC mm. so she might be taking all her babies with her who knows but for now we'll have to deal with season 14 of Grey's um you know I picked Grey's Anatomy last year as one of the best of TV um especially on uh major network television and uh at the start of season 14 what I have to say is um I'm sticking with that mm. Uh, they had a two-hour season premiere, which was very strong. Um, we get some answers about a certain doctor um, who's related to Meredith Grey. Uh, we have an explanation of her behavior because she's been very cold and distant with her husband. She's been a workaholic. She's been uh, a daring in her surgeries. We now know why. And the question is, can they rectify the situation? Uh, we also see Meredith, and she's in a now a love triangle, uh, <laughs> kind of, but because she don't really want to be in it, because a character who was supposedly dead is not, and we see her come into the show and split up Meredith from her uh, boy toy. Uh oh. So we see what's going on with that. Okay. And there's a whole host of other things going on that I'm not going to get to. So the point about Grey's Anatomy season 14 is this show is still in its renaissance, um, which has gone on probably for the now past two and a half seasons or so. Yeah. Uh, I just, 
I'll just marvel at it and wait until it ends. I mean, I have no idea. I, I, the cast has always been good. So as long as the writers keep focusing on the right storylines, okay, keep doing that and we'll be fine. Oh, and to end it, Alex Karev, we have a conclusion to what went on with him when he had to knock somebody out by mistake. So, okay. He's back in the good graces of his girlfriend. Uh-oh. Well, let's not leave Shonda in the wind. Because <laughs> she has another premiere. And sadly or happily, I don't know, depending on who you are, we're talking about Scandal. Yeah. It is in its last season, and the promos are leaking out that Olivia is out for blood. She is yeah. her own woman, and nobody controls her, and she's walking through the halls, slow-mo, switching with her hair, <laughs> swinging in the wind. I'm telling you, Shonda is saying, you know what? Y'all can think what you want about Scandal, but this is Olivia's season. So, yeah. is it? Well... She is now uh, the chief of staff of the president. The president is Millie. The vice president is Cyrus. Yes. I'm not even going to recount how that happened, but it did. Oh, my God. She is also now the head of B613, so she took over her father's legacy. Look, <laughs> this is what's going on. So, in the returning episode... Wait, she's the chief of staff and head of B16. Yes, she is. Okay. She is both. All right. Listen, you can do it. Girls rule the world. That is the point of this, because she she's uh, let me tell you. In the first episode, there is a, a problem that happened. So, okay, her Olivia Pope and Associates is now Quinn Perkins and Associates. <laughs> Cause Olivia can't have a private practice of course not how could but she, she could be in charge of exactly you can you can be chief of staff and head of b613 but you can't have your own uh pr <laughs> firm no no way crisis management firm no that that's nothing. anyway so quinn is now in charge they get a client their mm. first client with their new name and this client's father is in a, a part of the world that's very difficult to get to uh and you know very dangerous why is he there? He's gone missing. So Quinn goes to Olivia to try to get some help. And, you know, Jake tells Olivia, we got to kill him because he's a CIA agent. He said, look, he got captured. We don't keep these people alive because he was like, after a while, he's going to be spilling the secrets. That's what we do. So she goes, oh, she doesn't like it, but she, you know, goes, okay, I understand. But then Huck comes to her and predicts that they're gonna kill him. And she says to Huck, why do you think that I would kill him? And he said, well, you're one of them now. So of course this leads her to not wanting to kill the man. Now she goes to President Millie and tries to come up with a way not to kill the man. But Jake goes to Millie and gets Millie to agree to kill him. Now, Olivia concocts a way to get around both of them and not kill the man. And at the end of the episode, Millie's like, I'm the president, you'll do what I say. She said, huh, you know who you're talking to? <laughs> she said, let me tell you something. You got two options. And this is where I'm gonna end it. You got two options. You either are gonna be under the thumb of these men like you've always been listening to them, or it's gonna be us, the two of us women ruling. Take your pick. So that's the opening of this final season of Scandal. 
oh, I have to just move on. Um, and and look, Cyrus, who knows what's going on with him? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what, scandal has delivered. It is a It's delivered something. You're right. Yeah. It's a scandal. It's Moving crazy. on to HBO's return. Oh. Curb your enthusiasm. Is yes. Back. Larry <laughs> David is back again. Mm. And did things pick up where they left off? Or is this a new Larry? I do not know, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. Look, this has been off of the air for six years. Hard to believe. And we're now in the ninth season. And I love this show. It's always been one of my favorites, but it's been so long since I've seen it, I kind of forgot. So I was like, oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is back. Okay, cool. I'll enjoy this. I forgot just how funny this is. <laughs> I mean, you know, rolling on the floor crying. I mean, we have the you know, the paragon of misanthropes here in the form of uh, Larry David, his character, uh, who is Larry David, by the way, same name. (laughs) And remember, Larry David, everybody, was one of the driving forces behind Seinfeld. Essentially, he's George Costanza. Yeah, essentially. Okay. So we see him (laughs) deal with people and not like any of them. (laughs) <laughs> he he is politically incorrect. He questions everything. Don't just come up to him with any kind of nonsense. So in this episode, this is what they set up. A woman's coming to a building he's going into. So he has the door open. Wait, you have to say, for those of us who okay. did not see it, who mm-hmm. is he? What does he do? And He's Larry David. So, um, you know, he's a comedian. Okay, he there we produces. go. He's a writer. Right. Yeah. Um, he has a, a house guest in the form of J.D. Smoove. Uh, so <laughs> this is where we are. So he's going into a building. And this is just to set, set up the show so you know what it's like. Uh, uh, he looks back. He doesn't know if, that's, if there's a man or a woman coming. He doesn't know. Not quite sure. So he pauses, but then he just goes into the building without holding the door. <laughs> well, the person eventually enters the building it's a woman and she lets him have it for not holding the door open he goes what do you i mean come on you kind of look like you know (laughs) you know what you kind of look like this is the show okay and but the great thing about this it is um it's probably scripted and improv they probably do a lot of takes and the thing is everyone has a problem with larry appropriately But they agree with him at the right moments to keep the plot moving. So this woman doesn't just walk off. She becomes a part of his life. She becomes his hairdresser. I mean, it's just... What in the world? And he ends up breaking up her marriage. That's about to happen. So she's about to get married. I won't tell you how. Now, he also, in this episode, just to end it here, to give you another uh, snippet, he has an assistant who J.B. Smooth's character says was foisted upon him. But J.B. Smooth calls it the noun, which doesn't exist. He calls it a foist. So he said that's a foist because this assistant has some uh, physical ailments. So Larry David is always in these situations where he has people in his life he wants to get rid of, but they have some problem that keeps them there where it makes it wrong to get rid of them. Like Vivica A. Fox, when she was on the show, she was his girlfriend, but then she got cancer, so he couldn't break up with her. It's stuff like this. So this assistant, he wants to get rid of her because she's not good, but he can't. So what he finds out is he got the assistant from Jimmy Kimmel. (laughs) Jimmy Kimmel recommended her. So Jimmy Kimmel foisted her upon him. He foists her upon his 
uh, agent's wife, who they don't get along. So we'll see how that plays out. It's not going to be good. And Martin Short, Short in the beginning, foisted her upon Jimmy Kimmel. Or Short. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now, if you like, if you like somebody who <laughs> does not like people, has no problem calling it as he sees it, if has you no just want to watch George Christ. <laughs> exactly. There's no problem questioning norms. This is the show for you. If you've loved it before, you'll love it now. I, just keep it coming. <laughs> Let's end it with one of my favorite television oh. shows. Period. It's oh. one of the favorites. It is ABC's Blackish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I got to see it. The critic did not. But as soon as he sees it with his brother, he will be yes. texting me. Because, in fact, I will venture out to say that most of you have seen it already if you already <laughs> watched the show. Now, Blackish is back for season four. Mm. We know from season three that Bo was pregnant and she gave birth to a baby boy. They had a hold to do about naming him Devante. Now, one would think they would... <laughs> <laughs> Devante from Jodeci. Yes, the R&B singing group. <laughs> Devante Swing. Devante Swing, the, the <laughs> least popular of the oh. four. Now, one would think that that's where they would pick up. Like, okay, how are they doing with this oops baby? Mm -hmm. uh, how is Devante? No, mm -mm. They start <laughs> season like no other television show starts the season. Uh. The, the the young twins mm -hmm. are having a talent show for Columbus Day at school. Oh. Oh. So everybody has to show up and reluctantly, of course, Dre doesn't want to be there, neither does yeah. grandma or grandpa, and certainly not, certainly not the uh, older brother and sister. Yeah. As they're sitting and watching Columbus, this Columbus pageant, they're realizing just how miseducated their children are, all the children, because Columbus is celebrated. And so we find Dre being very upset about it. And so he voices his opinion, not after the show, not, not, not during an intermission, but while the show is going, because a teacher wanted to know to be sensitive. Is this okay? Are there enough? We bust in, um, we bust in uh, m minorities to come to the pageant just so oh. you feel comfortable. Oh no. Well, as Dre does his rant, we find out what the writers think <laughs> about this whole situation. And what do I mean by that? What is the remedy to Columbus Day? Because we know that Columbus was no hero uh, as, as far as like he came in with an agenda and wiped out an entire group of people or did his best to. So Dre thinks, well, instead of cel celebrating Columbus Day, why don't we celebrate Juneteenth? <laughs> but nobody knows what Juneteenth is. So Blackish educates you on what Juneteenth is. They, it, they pull in aloe block. They pull in the roots. They pull in various other people. And what we get is a Hamilton nod. Yes, the episode is a musical <laughs> dealing with the enslavement of black people. <laughs> so you see, you 
see a little bit of Schoolhouse Rock. You see oh. the, you see animation. You see full dance numbers. <laughs> you see full singing numbers. They rap. They sing, oh. and it's all talking about how we really don't like black people. Really don't celebrate Juneteenth, but everybody should be. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna establish why you should. And by the time you get to the end of it, I will be a huge celebrate. I will celebrate Juneteenth. It's beautifully done, beautifully crafted, well written. What a ride and what a way to start a season. Do not miss it. Even if you've never seen Blackish in your whole life, even if you don't think you like it, watch this episode. Great music, by the way. <laughs> I am a slave. Oh, I am a slave. So it's like, I'm just a bill. That's what it sounds like from exactly. Schoolhouse Rock. It's, it's a nod to Hamilton, Schoolhouse Rock. Oh my goodness. All of it, all of it. I mean, full dance numbers, full singing, and mm. full slave shenanigans. So, and the, here to end it, Blackish is definitely one of those. It, it's, it's similar to what I'm assuming like off the boat tries to do or whatever, but it really, pay, it really paved the way to deal with very, harsh, difficult topics in the black community and then just America dealing with the black community and they do it, turning it on its head and you will laugh and then stop and think, "Uh uh-oh, should I be laughing? (laughs) (laughs) So again, fall TV is coming in full swing. We hope that you get to catch one of your favorite shows. If not, like we said before, you can catch up on any of their streaming devices or on demand, probably. It's, I'm sure their episodes are in iTunes for you to purchase. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you don't catch up, you will be left behind because fall TV is not going to slow down. <laughs>